Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important, getting or letting go? Kelly Butler is a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, but he also played in the NFL. Butler now works with indigenous children in Winnipeg. Playing for a purpose, works with young people, providing mentorship and creating opportunities. Kelly, as a black man and a former professional athlete, how are you feeling watching all of this unfold? What's going on? It's your boy KB. How are you doing today? It's your host with the most. <laughs> I'm checking in with everybody. It has been a week since I got to talk to you, and you got to feel that energy. Um, last week on the check-in, we talked about that, and it's been seven days. I'm recording this a little bit early because the 19th and 20th, I'm excited. I am really, really excited to be a part of this boot camp with this success, the Secret to Success podcast. I'm excited about that. Eric Thomas, I'm excited to actually... Take what I believe, the faith, the crazy energy that I have, and put it towards trying to become a better public speaker, trying to be able to, to level up and take this energy to a higher level. I had talked about throughout the week on the push, being very, very much so spiritually connected, but saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to take this a little bit higher and go to, to God. I haven't necessarily said which particular God I want to identify with. But I say, hey, it's it's a miracle to be right now. In these challenging times, how are you doing? In these last seven days as a dad, dads, how are we doing here? How are we doing, dads? I, I, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Just to be honest, in the last seven days, this whole Christmas idea, I feel like I've bumped my head and sometimes I feel like I'm in a dream because as I look at what's going on and, and, and dads, can we be honest? And we know our strengths, dad. We really do. I know that there's certain things that my wife does way better than I do. Online shopping, that's one of them. That is one of the biggest obstacles I'm struggling with with Christmas, trying to be super dad during Christmas. Because as I talked about it last week on the show, super dad and having that super dad energy. Well, guys, it came out. And it's not necessarily I'm mad at anybody. I just looked at the situation saying, this is too much right now. I had to go get my daughter a sled. And it's a little, it's chilly up here. It, wherever you are right now, it is it's one of the colder places in the world here in Winnipeg. It, it's a little bit cold, but it's not too cold not to enjoy yourself. I am from Michigan, Lansing, Michigan. So right now, I understand that it's still the holidays. I still, have, I still see the lights. I still see the essence, and I'm still in having crazy faith. And my daughter is loving this. So it's been a year since this time. Last time, I tried to become, a, you know, as a parent, this is my second time around. Like the first time I wasn't really ready for Christmas. As a dad, each Christmas, I feel like I got another opportunity to showcase what I've learned from one year to the next. And through the community's help, this last week, I was broke. On December 4th, somebody decided to send a check this way. And I want to say thank you. I talk about vulnerability, I talk about self-discipline and self-love, 
and I talk about just this energy. And, and through this, I, I was trying to make sure that everybody else was taken care of with the foundation, with everything before I took care of myself. I think a lot of times in this particular podcast, I look at Christmas as saying, I want to serve as many people as I can. And then in doing so, I didn't have anything left. And I was a little bit nervous. I'm doing my budget. And right now, guys, um, and business people, how is budgeting for the 2021 year? That's something that I don't even know how that looks. I have an idea, the people I want to work with. I know I'm going back into the States um, to potentially uh, partner up with some of my hometown friends, CJ Quinney. I've been talking to him back and forth and and really digesting um, some of that, that high-level knowledge um, through some of the people that he brings on his episodes. I like to listen to different episodes, and it's great to catch up to what I need. And then if I don't get it from CJ, I, I check with his bigger brother and I, and I reconnect with, with Eric Thomas. I think it's really important right now to say, what can I show you to add value to you? To say, hey, maybe you don't have the money this year, but next year you'll have the money. Because this year I'm 244 pounds. Last year I was 365 pounds. So when we talk about today's topic on the check-in, it's community over competition. I want to be able to talk to the community that has struggled with that goal. You know, because we talk about right now, Christmas, it's for our kids. The energy is there, but it just doesn't feel the same because of everything that's going on. That doesn't mean that we're not still doing our best to try and have a great Christmas. As I had talked about that story with my daughter, and, and trying to get the Christmas let, it didn't work out. I, I ended up getting extremely frustrated at this particular store. Um, I had a conversation with my mother, uh, with my wife, and I was just like, "Man, I was frustrated." And in that particular present moment, I was very, very proud of myself because I know the old Kelly with the rage. I'd probably be arrested right now. I wouldn't be having this conversation with you as I went in there to try and get a sled for my daughter to be super dad and not being able to come to have that brings that home to my, my daughter. So I got in the car and I was like, man, let me call my wife up. And I talked to her and, and, and I explained to her and she apologized. When you know that you tried your best and because of a situation, somebody acknowledges that as a dad, as a man, you feel good. So now I still feel good that I did my best. I wasn't able to come up with a, the solution. And my wife acknowledged that, hey, man, I apologize. I'm going to, I, my, one of my friends got this led. So overall, in that particular situation, being able to have the right energy. And, and I had said, I said, hey, rage, I'm giving it to God. I said, God, can you deal with this? And in that moment, God was like, Kelly, just get out of there. Just go in the car and relax. And I was like, thank you, God. I want to bring it back to today right now. Where I am right now, as far as my physical goals, I'm 244 pounds. I am the healthiest I've ever been. And I say a year ago, I was 365 pounds, right around there when my daughter came. So in, within a year and a half, I've been able to lose 120 pounds. Hold that thought. 
120 pounds. I think about that amount of weight. That's a small child. I think I was, when I was 10 years old, I might've been 120 pounds. I completely feel like a different person. Now, as you're hearing this, a lot of things had to happen for that to become a reality because it just didn't happen at once. At times throughout my life, having sustainability with my weight has been more science over spirituality or spiritual over science. It has been a struggle. But I was able to finally get it to stick. And I think when I talk about podcasts and I listen to podcasts, I say, how can I help you? How can I help you for 2021 help you with your weight goal? The first thing I got to ask you, if you're not happy with where you're at right now, if you think in a year from now, is there one thing that you want to accomplish? And weight seems to be one of those things that people really want to have for that New Year's resolution. As we're going into 2021, we're like, hey, 2020 is over. We want to go in stronger. We want to go in better. We've, we want to have our, our immune system stronger because of COVID. We've overcome the pandemics of pandemics, and we're ready to go. That's all positive if you don't have any pre-existing conditions. One of my concerns when I was a child, you know, when I take away from my mother's, what happened to her, it was some of the pre-existing things that happened before she was shot. Before my father passed away from cancer, I was very, very concerned of some of the pre-existing conditions as a child. You don't really think about that much. Let's all take the audience back to when we were, were kids, how we grew up. Some of the reasons that we have health issues right now is because of some of the healthy food choices we had when we were a kid. I know that at a particular time when I was playing in the NFL, I was the same height but my body and my frame was way bigger. I was like 340 pounds at my best and I, and, I, and I was big, but I don't think I was healthy. I, I know I wasn't healthy. It, it, it was amazing what my body could do when I had the wrong fuels in my body and I was at my worst. A lot of times when I look at where I'm at right now, mentally today, Kelly at 38 years old is 244 pounds and I'm not a big fan of labels. There are certain things that I don't eat and there are certain things that I do eat. So when we look at what do you want to do for 2021 as far as a diet, you have to have self-discipline, which is equated to self-love. That's directly from Will Smith. And when I say self-discipline, it's like, are you able to be self-disciplined now to look at it in a year from now to see it was worth it so you love yourself, so you're happy with the person you are now? I love the person I am now physically, emotionally, spiritually, and religiously. I'm going in the right place. But if you're not necessarily there spiritually, you're not there religiously, but you just have a lot of rage, but you haven't necessarily got the reward you want for your weight goal. You haven't gotten those two inches off your waist. You haven't been able to necessarily lose the 10 or the 20 pounds that you've been looking for. You're just, you're just, you're getting ready to snap. And your routine of what you had built before COVID was working so careful. It was working so carefully when you had a routine in place and you were in track going towards that weight goal. And then COVID happened and it threw you off where you were going. 
And I think when I came to Canada, I had to start all over and start back from day one. And I think that's the biggest thing is, as I have failed with it, my weight goal so many times, my sister, uh, Sunny, in, uh, I wanted to say in San Diego, because that's kind of where I want to go, but my sister in Arizona, uh, Sunny, she uh, works for F45. And she's been in the fitness industry for a long period of time, from the Orange Theories to the F45 to getting a degree in Michigan for kinesiology. And she understands the, the, the micro and she understands how the good and bad omega fats. And then I have a cousin over here who's a doctor that understands he's a doctor. And I'm surrounded by all these people. So for a while, I was surrounded by an abundance of knowledge but I was still unhealthy. And, and I think I don't like to equate a weight with unhealthy because just because I'm unhealthy, I can be unhealthy and be big. I can be unhealthy and be little. So you have to be very careful when you look at equating unhealthy with somebody being obese because there's different levels to this. When we look at weight goals, before we go into the weight goal journey, I had to take a step back and slow down because when I was trying to take all the wrong things, like I've, I've never been a person that's taken any steroids. I've never been a person that was big on supplements. At times I, I tried fat burners and I think my heart almost exploded. As a child, if you're not necessarily monitoring the supplements you're taking when you're trying to lose weight or as an adult and the labeling, I don't read well. So it's really hard for me to be able to be knowledgeable. And you're like, Kelly, you played in the NFL, you played in the CFL. Each year, they change the rules and regulations of what is and what isn't allowed to, to as an athlete th that you can and can't take. So some people do manipulate the rules and are able to, to break those rules. And I'm not gonna, you know those athletes. And those athletes have been able to come back into the sports and as an athlete, they don't necessarily look the same to me. Now, if they weren't under the umbrella of the NFL or college football, I know a lot of people that are not athletes that still break the rules, that go to the gyms, that take the steroids, and that are uh, in the bodybuilding world or in these other environments. So it's not necessarily the narrative of somebody's a professional sport player or not. And I also know that steroids are good as if you have an immune system and a deficiency because of some pre-existing conditions. So when you look at steroids used the right way with science, it makes sense. If you're using steroids to play sports, that's just cheating. Science and your, your soul is not in it. God doesn't like that. The, the football guys are not a fan when somebody cheats sports um, by bringing the substance into the sport. The reason I talk about that is because I'm aware of some of the good and bad ways to try and accomplish a diet. Everybody wants to have a diet. I was like, man... I kept trying to have a diet and I look back at my childhood. I was like, well, I tried to have a diet with religion. It was cool. I flirted with it, but it didn't become a lifestyle. But when I've been fully committed to religion, it's been fully committed to me. I was like, okay, this is something that I realized that when I'm fully committed to something and I buy in and I completely jump into this, it becomes a humbling experience because everything that I wanted becomes that reality. 
so now as I, as I fully bought, bought in and said, I want to get in shape. I said, I'm gonna, the first thing I'm going to do was I got into a routine of what is going to work for me. So if you are trying to get into shape and you've tried different things and they haven't worked, that's not because the, the workouts don't work. It's just the way that you're putting them together isn't working. Maybe you're doing too much. Maybe you're doing too little. And maybe you're not consistent. Maybe you're just putting so much on your plate. You know when you're trying to lose weight and you just have all that motivation? And this is for 2021. I'm looking at the dream of you being your ideal physical weight. Physical is one part. Once you start losing weight, a lot of other things start happening. As I look at myself in the mirror, I, I, I'm very proud of my results, but I'm not very recognizable to somebody that was once looking at himself in the mirror at 365, now looking at himself in the mirror being 245. Take a moment to think about that. If you had 120 pounds off, you think about your clothes. And speaking of clothes, if you haven't had a chance to go to the website, the website, www.foursistersclothing.com, there's a wide range of clothes that are still going to be able to provide that love. And I was never big on sizes. So when you look at the sizes, they're unisex, and then just take the tag out. Because I still want you to grow with us. Or if you're trying to lose a few, you know, holiday spirit pounds, I want to be able to still keep you warm throughout that transition. Once again, that's Four Sisters Clothing. Please check us out. And a percentage of those proceeds goes back to the community. As I looked at myself and saying, not only when I was a child, I was six, seven, but I was tall and I started becoming bigger. It was hard for me to find clothes. And in that community that I grew up in, clothes and having style was what it was about. But it's hard for somebody to be six, seven and be that stylish when you're going to Big and Tall and Burlington Coat Factory. Back in Lansing, when I was a kid, it, it's, it's challenging to find clothes even here in Winnipeg. The thing that I realized is the biggest difference between why I was able to lose my weight more successfully here in Canada in the last 10 years, and I was able to have such a, an obese weight proportion size in the States is because of some of the food qualities. One of the things that I think I was so mad about when I came here in Winnipeg 10 years ago was like, the food regulations are different here. And if you're listening to this in the States, or if you're, let's say, in the West Coast, there's there's a lot more variety of foods than they might be in Winnipeg. There's a lot less variety of foods. When I lived in Lansing, and then I, when I was went to Grand Rapids, and then from Grand Rapids, when I went to Purdue, and then from Purdue, when I was able to go to Detroit Lions, and from Detroit Lions, I was able to travel to Las Vegas, and go to all these different cities, I saw the diversity of food, and I saw the healthy lifestyles. I might not have was, was ready for it, but I was like, man, look at this. And then especially on the West Coast in like LA, to be able, I, I had a chance this year to, to go to Santa Monica and it was beautiful. I saw the way they lived. I, I understand the cost of living is because of the climate. And that climate allows for a more healthy lifestyle. I'm not saying the poverty is not any worse there, but it's a lot easier to be poor and there's the beach there than be poor and it's, and it's freezing here. Also, when I look at when I was in the States, it was much more challenging for me to be healthy when I didn't have any money and those fast food restaurants were easily accessible. I, I, I cannot believe that my arteries and my body's alive. I can't. It's a miracle. I, I, thank you, God. Thank you. 
let me take a chance. Let me let me have some water here for a sec. Staying hydrated is is also very very important when you're when you're trying to regulate your your body or, or just slow it down or reset it. A lot of times people eat because they're either bored or they're just thirsty. And for me, I add it because I'm nervous or I have anxiety. So I'm always carrying a water bottle, trying to fill that up. Now, throughout that process, have I collected plastic water bottles and glass water bottles and water bottles? Yes. So this is not the be all perfect idea. My wife is on me, but it's better than when I was drinking six or seven, two liters of pop a day or all the energy drinks. We're working on progress, not perfection. So in 2021, if you could put down the energy drinks, if you could put down certain things and just substitute that for water, that would really just stimulate the beginning of something right there. I think that part right there is just making sure you're properly hydrated with your body. Because today I looked at saying, hey, for my community and being able to be competitive with myself, it's the competition. I want you to have a healthy competition, a healthy love for yourself a healthy relationship with God but if you're, or your spirituality. But as you're trying to get in shape and you say, hey, I want a tangible goal that I can see, well, I lost 120 pounds. And the way that I lost 120 pounds was just immense focus. And I think I came into it competing and then it changed into just the community. And that was the one thing that I missed the most during COVID is the community. Even when I talk about the community here in Winnipeg compared to the community in Lansing and the community in Gunroo, it's a great community of people during adversity. This is, I think, very challenging for me here is that I have a great routine, but the energy that I was accustomed to, to being able to do this, it's much more challenging to do this. The people that I'm, uh, that we're going through this as we're fighting for this weight goal, we're going to have to do this alone in our own environment, but stay connected. Just because COVID has decided to make it more challenging to work out or more challenging to have Christmas, it doesn't mean that we can't do it. It doesn't mean because there might be limited resources as, as somebody that's grown up in Lansing and you see other people do it somewhere else. Uh, the one thing that I, I like about coming to Canada is I see that there's businesses in the States that have a chance to come here and they open up. I remember when I was here and I've been here for 10 years um, and being here for 10 years, you, you see a lot of things. I talked about some of the, the, the food regulations here. It's a lot easier to be healthier here because the food doesn't make it across the border. And even the worst food is is some of the healthiest food compared to some of the things that are on certain menus. So if you go to Taco Bell here in Winnipeg compared to Taco Bell in the States, completely different menus because the food quality has to be better to make it across the border. So as I was eating unhealthy, I still was unhealthy, but I wasn't as unhealthy as I would be in the States. And the portions are still drastically less and the food costs are drastically higher. So as I started transitioning to eat healthier, it was much easier to lose the weight because the quality of food was better here. Um, and even with that labeling on both sides, I can't read well on the, on the border in the United States. And I don't read well on the border here as far as, far as the metric system on both sides. So I just kind of simplified it. I said, I'm not eating any meat. I'm not eating any chicken. Uh, I eat very, very little cheese besides on pizza. Um, and I just 
like my fish. I, I have I have my fish. So they're like, you're a pescatarian. I'm like, I, I guess. I think when you look at, first and foremost, as you're creating a lifestyle, take the terminology out of diet. So when we talk about today, community and competing, you're competing with yourself to have a goal, to have a better lifestyle. The one thing that I've learned when I was a kid is competition is amazing. I was able to compete and was able to have high level success from high school to college to the NFL to as I transitioned to the CFL and had a, and, and had a probationary period in the arena as I was trying to figure things out. Throughout that whole wave, my weight has been something that dealt with my trauma. A lot of times when you look at weight and being able to be happy, you equate it with food to be sad. You equate it with food. So when you're trying to say, hey, man, I did seven days great. Uh, let me go out there and cheat my diet. And then while you're trying to get in shape, it shouldn't be that miserable. I mean, we know that transition as athletes, it's hard to get in shape if we're we got out of shape. So I try and stay in shape. That's the more positive for me. It's easier just to stay in shape than do the roller coaster highs and lows. So that was one of the things that start off slow and build your momentum. And once you build your stamina for your working out, I think that's one of the most important things, the self-discipline to set a realistic goal weekly and say in a week, what's realistic in your home and how do you perform? For me, I love the bike. I don't necessarily watch live rides right now, but I do listen to podcasts. I have my own playlist and then I'm kind of watching TV and that works for me. And I think I go 45 minutes really hard, but if you're starting on a bike, hey, 20, 30 minutes to get people that are doing Palatines and the people that are doing the online media platforms, I wish you the best of luck. I think it's important that you stay connected to working out during COVID and staying connected to all this. So I think that's important. You're saying, Kelly, that's 45 minutes. That's a lot. And I'm like, let's not feel overwhelmed. I said, for me, it's 45 minutes. Remember, maybe start off at 10 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe five minutes. But just think about that first, but do something. I know throughout this year, I've done the push-up challenge. I've done sit-up challenge and just have a partner. I think it's important when you're having a, a, a goal and you're competing my partner in crime in these things, I have some people that say, hey, Kelly, it's good to be competitive, but also remember, don't be so competitive that it becomes counterproductive and think about the bigger picture, your community and your child, Posey. And that was kind of when I went into starting with the wheelhouse community or the spin community, that's where I was riding is, I had initially come in there to be, to lose weight and just to win. And then in trying to win, I lost the essence of the energy. And I started like being offbeat and thinking I was coming in first, but I was really just not seeing the bigger idea. When we talk about losing weight, why do you want to lose weight? What was my goal to, to lose this weight? How was I able to lose this enormous amount of 320 pounds within a year and a half to be 240 pounds today? 44 pounds, depending on how much water I drink today and, and the amount of greens I have. How did I do it? What was my motivation? Well, let me take you back to the beginning. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and think about 
what I'm up against first and foremost. And in this dream, I think about the strength of my mother and my father. I remember they're not here right now for circumstances that were outside of their control. And I know that they have pre-existing conditions. My mom has MS. I know that here in Winnipeg, we have one of the largest MS populations. That's why my charitable organization works with the MS Society and has worked with them in the past very closely. Cancer, my father had bone cancer. So those things as a black man and black men right now and people that have pre-existing conditions and hear COVID, that scares me. In a community, in the minority community or in the indigenous community, not only are they not necessarily the most health conscientious, they don't have the best resources and they're the most susceptible to the COVID virus and they might not be able to get the vaccine. That's something that I'm aware of. I want you to be aware of that in 2021, depending on where you are and what you need to do to be able to prepare your immune system to be connected to a higher energy through these challenging times as we have to kind of still wait. So what can we control in that situation? We're aware of the circumstances. So I'm talking about my weight goal. I said, hey, what's my workout got to look like? It has to be comparable to somewhere in a warmer climate. So that's why you, when you see me, I have the heat lamps on because I want to create that, that culture of that tempo of heat. I remember when I was training in Arizona, when I was playing with the Arizona Cardinals for a training camp, I saw how, how important it was to try to train at higher altitudes. So I was like, all right, higher altitudes, also training in the heat. This got me kind of my leanest ever. So I'm not saying you should burn your house down because I had a fire um, as I've been up in Winnipeg. Not my fault. So if you're going to use a heat lamp, make sure you are in an environment that's safe to do this. This is what I do for me to keep myself motivated. So I ride my bike probably once or twice a day and I try and get in, you know, four or five, six times a week, um, just depending on my stress. Um, and, and I built my my stamina up. When I first got into this, I was offbeat and it wasn't fun. It became very fun. And then I think I, I don't keep track of the numbers because it's just a part of my lifestyle. So when you stop counting calories, you stop counting the rides and you make the rides count or you make the meals count, it becomes a more enjoyable experience. Every day I wake up now saying, all right, uh, this new energy, uh, this new spirituality, this new relationship with God. How are we going to do this? Well, Eric Thomas, psh, let's play that. Boom. Let me sit here and listen to the podcast. Boom. Let me do this now. What I'm talking about is present day. When you take some of the positive things you've taken from the past, you bring them to the present and you look at that and saying, all right, well, how am I going to put this into place to be able to remind me that, hey, I'm going to be competitive for 2021. Who's my community that I'm going to be involved with. My daughter is definitely for myself. What about you? I think it's really important. Who do you identify with? Who are you connecting with? Why are you trying to lose this weight? I think it's really, really important to have that self-love. First and foremost. And I think it's important to breathe through this process. As you're not necessarily where you want to be financially, spiritually, um, financially, I had to ask for help. And on December 4th, I might've said this earlier, 
that was answered and it wasn't answered it was answered by one man and then he had reached out and said hey have you gotten your card yet i'm like nah i said i had to ask for a higher power and he was like the next day it was here a lot of things are happening that are happening the way that they're supposed to this time this time around a year later i'm 244 pounds it doesn't mean that four sisters uh wasn't might not have been as successful if i was heavier but i went through a lot of things to have these goals to be prepared for 2021. And I say, if you're willing to make the sacrifices for the right reasons, and, and, and I've told you why I feel that the Four Sisters clothing is going to do well for being able to show adversity, um, growth, um, and also just that mental health. As I've become my healthiest physically that I've ever been, I was struggling with my mental health because I was going through well, I was able to do these things with rage, but now these things with rage are becoming problematic. And as I've kind of surrendered the rage and, and acknowledging uh, spirituality on a daily basis and just just listening to, to people that are involved in the church and just trying to become more knowledgeable. And, and I said I was reading my Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to audio books and just trying to, to, to listen to the, zen, the maintenance of a motorcycle, the Zen and the maintenance of a motorcycle. It's a, it's a book that I, I listened to. It was, it's a great book. It's allowed me to understand if I didn't have the right knowledge in place, it wasn't that I wasn't trying hard enough to lose the weight. And if you're not necessarily where you want to be with your goals right now, it doesn't mean that you're not trying hard enough. It doesn't mean that you're not doing all the right things. It might just mean it's not your time. And if you can identify where you along the line last year, it didn't go well. All right. But if you have the faith in saying, where are you now and where you're trying to go? I know for myself the pre-existing conditions that potentially could impact my life that are outside of my control from the genetics that my mother and my father had. But what I eat, how hard I work, I can control that. My attitude for my daughter. I had said, hey, there's a lot of things that I was going to do for my daughter and I'm going to continue to do for my daughter, but getting healthy was a big one. I want to be able to play with her. I want to be able to listen to her. She's the one that just is my lion tamer. She just tells me what to do and points her finger and I'm there. So I made that sacrifice and it feels amazing to look at myself and say, I'm proud of myself for that for my daughter. And if you're not necessarily where you want to be, don't beat yourself up. I've had one of the most unhealthy relationships with food ever. Mayonnaise was my man. And, you know, ketchup and mustard was my, I ain't know them too well. But ranch, what? Can't ketchup? I ain't really mess with them. But the, the, the white, as far as Alfredo sauces and the ranch dressing and a mayonnaise sandwich with something on it, extra mayo. I'm the king of extra mayo. Um, and it just becomes saucy there sometimes. And, you know, when you just put so much on it, it just clogs your arteries. So it, it was just, it was unhealthy, but I was still playing sports. So now I don't even really, I don't touch the white sauces. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't touch, you know, any, any, any kind of that. I, I still like cheese here and there, but I, I have, I don't drink milk. Um, people are like, what about eggs? Um, for me, I guess it goes back to why did I decide to get healthy was for my daughter. 
what made me stay committed? Well, this is the part where you should sit down. Please sit down. Okay. We're going to go, and I'm not trying to take away from where you are, but I want you to think about this from an animal perspective. Close your eyes and think about it from a dreamer's like You're an animal. You're a cow. Or you're a chicken. And for whatever reason, on the hierarchy, a higher species, because I'm spiritual. So in myself as a man, then there's myself as an animal, then there's myself as a plant, and then there's the spirits. So for me as a man, I have certain powers that animals don't have. And animals have certain powers that I don't have, but it still, you know, should be respectful. You know, at one particular time when hunters were hunting, at a time it was respect. It was the hunt, you know, to feed your family. And what I'm saying, whatever animal you are, my spirit animal is a strong bear warrior. So if you can identify that you're a chicken or you're a cow right now and you, you just were born at a factory, so now you've been born in a factory just to mass produce to be slaughtered. You know, and I'm not sure how you as your mother got there or how she got pregnant, but animals are smart. So that part I kind of this I always have been very, you know, a humanitarian for animals. I've loved animals. The reason I say that is when people are so compassionate about dogs but they're so inhumane about meat, I have it very hard to compare them to certain people that they put in jail and say, well, that's just different. I'm like, well, the video. You say, why don't I eat meat? Because I watch Supersized. I watch that animal documentary. So now take yourself out as you're the animal. So you're already there and it sucks. Now you're a person that has to work there. What kind of person works in that environment? It has to be a slaughterhouse, a, a kill place. You know, the person that does that is my brother. And my brother, Corey, is not a bad person. But he's had to work in a slaughterhouse because he went to jail. So now, what does that make him feel like every day he goes and kills animals? I mean, I think he was there for a couple of weeks and then Corey was Corey and got mad and snapped and said something. He was out of there. They're like, well, Kelly, how do you have a fish tank and eat fish? They don't bring, I don't know, fish don't breathe water. So let's just not be mad at me for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like sometimes like I have to come up with a situation that makes sense for me. I sometimes eat cheese and I ha the last thing I had with my mother before she passed away was chocolate mint ice cream. So because there's been negative and positive relationships and the culture has changed, I'm not saying the facts of that's, that information doesn't mean that I don't miss a cheeseburger. I don't miss, you know, I don't miss an ice cream shake. I don't look at it the same way. I'm self-disciplined enough to say, hey, I don't need to do this all the time. But if my daughter wants to go get a, you know, beans and franks or she wants to be able to have a, a shake, we can do it in a much healthier way. And I think that's one of the things is because of what I've been able to overcome and the resources that I have now. I think it's imperative for me to bring those back to communities that don't have them. And that's one of the biggest things when I talked about Donald Shuttles, the person that shot my mother. I don't necessarily know that man and I'm working to meet this man in the future. Because in the check-in, if you haven't listened to the podcast, you're like, this man, Donald Shuttle, who is he? He's the man that murdered my mother. 
And what I've said is I've surrendered my energy and asked God to talk to his soul because I want to get a better understanding of, hey, I have to forgive you. I have to try and learn to love you. I have to understand what you went through and not only the environment that you went through, but the resources that you didn't have that helped create what you become. Now that's one individual. But some of the things that we look at as diabetes, we look at people trying to do things. If, 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 the deck, if the deck is stacked against us and we're trying to have New Year's goals, I have to say first and foremost, understand what you're trying to look for. Simplify your diet. So drink a lot of water. 10 to 20 minutes a day and start building your stamina up. Stay away from fast food. Just watch one of those documentaries. I'm not trying to say right, wrong, or indifferent if you really want to do it. And then if you don't have what you want in your community, look at somebody that had the magic to bring it back to your community and do that. I know what wasn't here. And I know what I brought from Lansing to Winnipeg. I saw, you know, when you open your wings and you fly at a higher level, I made a mistake at Wing Heaven. That was just a learning experience. I lost a quarter of a million dollars. But I've also seen people like Magic Johnson be able to come from Lansing, Michigan and bring in his theaters and do amazing things. So it's not that the idea doesn't work. It's just sometimes I'm not ready to make it work. And it's a learning experience. So as we're learning to do this, write down your goals, take your time, ask some questions, check in with people. It's important to check in with people throughout this process. This is going to be an early version of the check-in because guess what? I get to listen to Eric Thomas and some phenomenal motivational speakers tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. So I wanted to pre-record this a little bit early. I will definitely have a motivational Monday morning message for you guys. And thank you. Giving grace to God. Giving grace to my mother. Hoping that we can have a magical Christmas. Um, and if things aren't necessarily going the way that you want through as far as getting the Christmas presents, just take a pause, breathe, count to 10, relax and say, this is for your kids. And if you don't have kids and you're not around your family, listen to a podcast that's going to be positive. There's a lot of podcasts that I can refer to you because I had a chance to listen to so many and I'm really hearing positive messages. Do what's best for you. Slow down. Rethink, reconnect, and get excited about 2021. I will hear from you. You will hear from me. Check in with me at the push with KB at Gmail. Once again, this episode is brought to you by FourSistersClothing.com. I am checking out of here. Peace. <laughs>